With a decade in the network marketing profession, Stacy Hall and Nicole Dobere have created a lot of success, both in their online business and in helping thousands of others do the same. Stacy and Nicole bring a wealth of knowledge from having coached countless six and seven figure earners. Scaling your online business has never been this fun. So grab a drink, a notepad and pen and get ready to change your life. Uh, talking about smashing your limiting beliefs, Stacey and I had our uh, our fall conference this over the weekend, and of course we have incredible speakers and just uh, sharing a lot about that limited belief or limiting belief, and and sometimes you don't think you have it until somebody says something and you realize, oh my gosh, I never really thought about that, and I really need to consider popping the cap off of that thing that I've been ignoring or I've been putting on the back burner. I haven't been prioritizing. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I get, I'll get to it. But it's something that probably keeps you from your high potential during the day. And I don't know what it is for you. I mean, I could, I could probably name three or four things for me that I should get a handle on because it would make my life easier. And when you feel like you can't do it because you don't have time or you don't think you're good enough, that that starts to bleed over into everything else in your life. And so we're going to open that up just a little bit for you guys today in the time frame that we have. But it's important, especially starting your week off. You guys were um, six weeks out from Black Friday. We want you guys running hard because this right now is the grind. We're in the grind. Last month was a great month for a lot of people. September tends to be a grind month for a lot of people. And it's just the harvest we, we, we are planting, 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 planting right now, and it can be very tiresome. And this is where your belief has to be super deeply uh, uh, just firm. And in those just you've got to believe it because a lot of it, you can't see those seeds sprouting under the soil. You just can't. And there's so many that are sprouting from so many different aspects of your life. If you're showing up and you're being consistent every single day. And this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where it gets hard. And this is where a lot of people either quit or they just back off the gas when they don't even realize they're three feet from gold. Stacy. Yeah, and it can happen quick. It can really happen quick. This is what's so crazy is some people are like, yeah, I'm so far from my goals. Like, oh, it's pointless. Nothing ever happens. Like, I have thought like that before. And then all of a sudden, and this happened to you, I think, last month, Nicole. Uh, all of a sudden, somebody places a gargantuan order out of the blue that you didn't expect. And all of a sudden, it bumps you to the next rank. And you're like, what the hell happened? That kind of stuff can only happen if you plant seeds. And you keep your foot on the gas, just even if it's just a little bit, that's, that's the kind of thing that will start happening. All of a sudden, a leader will reach out to you and say, Hey, I've been watching you. I'm ready to make a move. And I would really like to partner with you. And you're going to be like, what, what? Because you've been planting the seeds because you've been showing up, but it can only happen if you keep doing that. And these times when it's where it feels like it's, it's a little bit of trudging through mud this is when it really matters september is a weird month that way because people are so busy there's a lot going on people's kids just went back to school they're back into a regular routine it's fall for people who are dealing with fall it's that whole thing things get busier ah <sighs> i get it but this is when it really really matters to start showing up but here's the thing 
if you if we want to use the farmer analogy with the harvest, this is the point a couple months before they start like actually harvesting things. This is the point where it's like they're doing all of that daily care, that ritual, routine, daily care to make sure everything is ready for harvest. This is where they don't want to mess anything up, right? They're not adding, they're not taking away, they're just tending. And it can be so boring. But anyway, we wanted to just reignite that in you and make you realize you're not broken if you're feeling like that right now, because there's it's just how it is. You have to learn to really just look at it and go, yep, it's okay. I'm just gonna keep on moving. This is part of the process. But where we run into really big challenges is when our limiting beliefs keep us from our highest potential. And so, you know, one of the speakers at our event this weekend, he shared a few stories that I thought <clears throat> were so powerful. But one of the stories he shared reminded me of another story. And his story was very powerful. We could definitely share it. But it reminded me of one that resonated even more with me. And it's the story of how circuses train elephants. Now, ironic for the vegan to tell this story because I'm not a big fan of that. But <laughs> anyhow, for the sake of the discussion, um, I'm going to use the analogy because I think it's really powerful. Where they will they will take an elephant and they will actually put like uh, like a what do you call that like a a chain. It's a chain, but the piece they put around their ankle to keep them in place, right? With a chain attached and they lock them down to uh, a, a metal secure uh, plate on the floor that's in cement. So no matter what that elephant does, it's cuffed. That's what I was trying to say. It's, it's a metal cuff attached to a chain, right? So the elephant cannot move. And at first it's gonna try to, and it cannot move. So over time, it's going to stop struggling because it realizes no matter what it does, it cannot move. And once an elephant has learned that it cannot move, it stops trying. At that point, they can literally tie the elephant with a small rope to a chair, a fold up chair that weighs what? A pound? And the elephant will not move. It is capable of dragging that chair and a hundred thousand more like it behind it without effort. It doesn't even bother to try because it tried so many times and failed, it figures there's no point. And at any stage, that elephant could change its mind and run to freedom. And so can you. But some of you tried and failed a few times, maybe several. God, gosh, I mean, I failed for three straight years, three straight years of continuous failure. No successes to speak of. I was cuffed with a metal cuff and a chain to a piece of cement on the ground, metaphorically. It was of my own doing. I chained myself there. I did it because I made the correlation between a failure and being incapable of achieving my goals. Guess what? Those two things are not correlated or related. Failure is the first step towards success. It's not failure at all. It's part of the process. 
and how many times you fail really is only based on how hard it is for you to learn lessons, how stubborn you are. And I was very stubborn. How unlikely you are to take personal responsibility. I had a hard time with that too. That's why I had to fail over and over and over again, because the lesson will continue to present itself until it is learned. So that boomerang hit me between the eyeballs only about a thousand times before I finally picked up what it was putting down. But I put that chain around my ankle. No one else did because I made the improper correlation between failing and being incapable of creating my success. They are not related. And at any point I could have taken that chain off and blasted through the ranks and created whatever the hell I wanted to create. But because I believed I was permanently stuck, I made that so. I was like the elephant in the circus. And some of you are doing that to yourself right now. You have a cap on what you think you're worth. You have a cap on what you think you can do. And every single step you take is designed to prove yourself right. So you will always stop just short of what you need to do to create that success. You will always immediately start going into overthinking in order to prevent you from taking that next step towards your success. You will always take the weekend off just when you need to put the foot on the gas to create the scenario where you can't create success. You will always not go to the event you should be going to because you have a million excuses as to why you can't so that you won't create success. Do you see what I'm saying? You justify and the small things that we do that seem so little, like not, not attend an event because you're at a barbecue or whatever it is, you've got something going on and you justify it, that small little action. And that's just an example. I'm just pulling out, it could be anything. Or somebody invites you to, to do something, an opportunity to grow and you justify not doing it because you're afraid. That little decision seems so small in the grand scheme of things. It's not a big deal. No one's going to notice I'm not on the call. It's not a big deal. No one's going to notice I didn't go to the event. I'm sure I'll find the time to catch the replay at some point. That little decision. You don't realize you're making those little decisions over and over and over and over again. And the sum of those decisions is what's keeping you chained to that cement block. So we have to, I said to Nicole this morning, I think sometimes we become memes in our own life. It's laughable. We need to start recognizing where we're capping ourselves and bust the cap off. Take the chain off, run to your success. It's there for you. You're not stuck. Nicole? So that was powerful, Stacy, and it's true. You know, it's the same with gorillas. If they've been caged long enough, if you open the cage and you leave the room, they go to the, the cage door and they shut it. It's scary because we think we would never do that. But that's the opportunity right there, that gate, that door to the cage. Sometimes people come by or events happen, things happen that allow that lock to fall off that gate that door swings open and you shut it. And it could be because sitting in, in your own current situation is familiar, even though you don't like it. 
but you justify, when I say you, I mean all of us, you justify that this is easier than the unknown. Because what if the unknown, something goes wrong? What if you, you justify everything? What if I don't see my kids like I should? Even if I'm making a million dollars a month and I'm not there with them, this is so much more important that I'm present and they see me do the right thing. Maybe I shouldn't go for it. Maybe an extra 200 bucks a month is enough. Maybe that's what God wants. Maybe that's what God wants. Maybe that's what God wants. We do go there a lot. We blame it on God. <laughs> we don't even know we're doing it. God opens the doors and gives you the opportunity when you take them. He's going to give you the opportunity when you have the brass tacks and you show up. It's the same with your health. Your products are going to work if you don't show up, guys. That's how it works, right? So my daughter came to me a couple of days ago and she said, this was on Friday night. She had rehearsal the next day for Les Mis. She was cast in the show. And it's the second rehearsal. I know the director, she's a friend of mine and she does not play. You do not show up late to a rehearsal. You do not miss a rehearsal. You put rehearsal or you put dates that there are conflicts on your audition sheet. They make a decision whether or not they can use you. She's tough. She should be. She runs an incredible theater, incredible talent. She makes people show up. My daughter comes to me Friday night. She says, mom, I have two shifts tomorrow, a double shift for lifeguarding, and I can't get out of it. I try to get somebody to take the shifts, and I can't. I said, well, you told the director that was on your audition sheet, right? She said, no, because I really thought I'd find someone to take them, but I really didn't want someone to take them because I'm really trying to make money for Disney World and the theater class next year, and I needed these shifts. So she started to verify the reasons why she was doing the right thing. And I just sat there and I listened to her. And I said, what do you think you need to do? She says, well, I need to do both. I said, you can't do both. I made a commitment to work first. I said, you made a commitment when you auditioned for that show and you told the director that you didn't have conflicts. What do I do? I said, well, what happens if you don't go to work? I won't get hired next summer. I'm like, okay. So it looks like you're in a pickle. Which one's more important to you? Both of them. <laughs> I said, okay, you're going to have to figure it out. I'm happy to give you advice, but I want you to sit down and think about it. And she came back about an hour later and she didn't ask me for help, but she said, I'd like for you to read an email. And I said, okay. And she sent an email to the director, she kept her schedule and decided to go to work the next day because she was thinking of her future too. And she sent a message to the teacher and she said, I cannot come to rehearsal tomorrow. I agreed to cover a double shift that I took before this role and I should have told you sooner. I thought it would have been able to get someone to cover it, but I have not found someone. This is on me and I made a poor choice. I will understand if you feel the need to replace me. I do not want to make up excuses and I respect your work and I love working with you. I failed you and I failed myself, but I've learned something. 
that your theater is very important to me. And that's how she ended it. And all she got from that was a thumbs up, <laughs> which means that she's probably going to get laid into this next Saturday when she goes to rehearsal and she's prepared for it. And I asked her, I said, how does that make you feel? She said, I feel at peace because I felt like I did the right thing. I said, okay. The reason I tell you this story is because the decisions that we make to either go through the open caged door or not affects our family because they're watching. Our spouse is counting on us to show up because we made a commitment to this career, this industry. Now your spouse doesn't necessarily care if you make a lot of money. I'm gonna put it to you very straight. Your spouse cares if you're happy. So please don't ever blame network marketing for any fights that you have with your spouse. Your children, they're watching you. They see when things are hard and they see how you handle them. They see opportunities with you and they see if you go to them. So keep that in mind as you see opportunities presented to you. And of course, an example is the conferences that your companies offer or any type of conference. They could be life-changing. So always make sure that when you think that you're putting that before your family, reconsider that thought, that it can help you find your why, it can help you give you the energy and posture that you need, and it can be career changing. So always remember why you do what you do. And I know we have to go now. I'm going to hand this back over to Stacy to, to close this down. Yes. Solid room though. I loved it. It was so great, but we do, we, we have to be on a meeting right at 12. So we got to jump off, but thank you all for hanging with us. And we hope you got some value. And we always like to be honest with you about, you know, our experience, what it took for us, no blown smoke and, um, you know, being able to, always honor the reason why we're doing this in the first place you know we're not part of the hustle culture so you're amazing too lisa grossman i wish we could bring you up to chat we gotta lisa go. come back lisa reach out to us when yeah. you're free we want you to come back and be in our room please yeah it's been way too long and we would love to have you chatting with us so have a great day everyone we will hopefully see you tomorrow and uh go crush it you know where we are if you need us bye guys <laughs>